Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Tara, and we are going to talk about our boys, season one, episode one. Well, it's a mini-series, so just episode one. Uh, it's called Out of the Depths, I Cry to You. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll start spoiler-free, uh, as we do for episode ones, because it's an episode one. And uh, admittedly, because it's based on true events... Uh, Obviously, the events themselves can't be spoiled, but obviously we don't want to spoil the way they handle certain moments and things like that. So, mm-hmm. um, and obviously, I feel like a lot of people might not necessarily know all the events because I, I actually knew little to none of any of this, to be honest. I'm going to say it right now. I don't know anything about this situation. Yeah, I, no, 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 neither do I. I. Um, I this is going to be very much like our Chernobyl reviews. So if you're hoping for a review channel that goes really in depth with research that's not what we do here no no no. yeah if you're if you're thinking we're going to say oh this is how accurate this is or whatever we have no idea how accurate this is we are viewing this purely as a tv show and talking about how they they present the story and how what they do with it and so on and so on Mm -hmm. so yeah so this is set in israel uh, 2014 and it's about the abduction or the kidnapping of uh, three teenage boys which sparks hysteria we'll, we'll call it at this point um yeah and uh, this first episode uh we, we hear about this kidnapping at the start they do kind of the i don't know I, I assume it's a fake version of it uh the the police phone call oh really i assumed it was real you assumed it was the, real? like okay. the 911 call yeah it's um, not 911 it's guess. not 911 in israel they have in yeah. israel but something equivalent to that yeah an emergency channel call yeah, maybe it was because I, I do think there was some real stock footage of crowds in this praying and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, they didn't get all these extras. They didn't do this. No, I doubt it. Yeah. Although there were some scenes where either the actor is superimposed into it or sure. that they just recreated it, and they did have quite a few extras, but yeah, not well. I think not the crowds that are there. <laughs> yeah, that you'd be surprised with how well they can just get enough extras to fill a shot, but there's like nothing sure. around the frame. Um, but there's, there's there's shots in this where like it looks down the street and there's just like thousands of people and it's like no this is just this is probably just stock for, I, yeah. unless it's CG but it feel it doesn't feel like CG to me in no this. no no it even like the video quality seems lower as well so yeah it yeah seems... it feels like it goes down it's, it's as if it was shifted to news footage for a, a couple of settings right but it doesn't take you out it just makes, sure. reminds you that this is a real event yeah well it, it, the whole thing has the way it cuts around very quickly almost to the point i'd say it's quite overwhelming at the start where it's cutting around all these things very quickly it feels like a documentary almost until it kind of gets going mm-hmm. a bit more and you, you start to get to know the characters and it feels a bit more dramatized at that point uh but the start of it feels like a crime document well yeah crime documentary because it yeah even though so. it evolves beyond crime obviously because it becomes this big conflict and we we, we, as we get further away from the, the reaction but the start of it is about three missing kidnapped victims and they're talking about looking for the, the, the boys and then like, oh, we're going to find bodies and things like that so it, it feels like a crime thing uh, immediately. yeah something from the ID channel which I don't know if you have in Scotland oh, yeah. but oh yeah we, we have the ID we have, we have ID <laughs> in, channel we also... in America it's always if you have a mother they're watching the ID channel <laughs> oh, I know this because I have a mother and that's all she watches she, she watches two yeah, channels she exactly. watches the <laughs> The ID channel, and then uh, I don't know if it's still called this, but there's a Discovery one as well called Discovery Investigation. I think it's called, Ooh, or I something, don't know. something like that. But I'm it's, sure my mother knows. It's it's one of the because you know just obviously back in the early days of like cable and that there was like just one Discovery channel, but then when it went digital, it was like oh no, there's ten Discovery channels. There's the Discovery. Yeah, well, we have to fill fifteen hundred channels. Yeah, so, there's yeah. Discovery <laughs> Home and Garden. There's Discovery, uh, you know, automobiles and 
one of them was Discovery Investigation. And or... every one of them has a Shark Week. And every one of them would have a Shark Week. <laughs> yes. Um, so... Shark Week Home and Garden, that's interesting. Shark Week Home and Garden. Is it like a pond? They get a little baby shark in a pond? I don't know. I've never seen it. I'm just making it up. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm, I'm theorizing. So... No, so we have this very. I'd say I'd describe this first episode as being about the the tension because the, the the detective that we kind of he's not the only character we follow, but the, the detective we follow. In no, that there's side. like three main storylines yeah. that we're going through. Um, but he he gets very concerned very early on that there's all these all this praying. There's like the the parents of the boys are on TV saying, "Oh, we believe mm-hmm. God will return them to us," and like everyone believes they're coming back. And he, being a cop, is like. I think they're already dead. Like it's been too long because at this point it's been two weeks since they've been yeah. missing. He's. I think it's like seventeen days or something yeah. that we really start to get into the investigation side of his story. And I think, uh, yeah, his concern is not that, not that they're turning to God, but that there is a mob outside, a crowd that is getting larger and larger and larger, and they're all praying, and they're all like. Uh, and there's already this tension. Blaming. Yeah, there's already this tension between uh, the main population, which is Jewish, and then the Arab population, which is being automatically blamed as the culprits. And I, I mean, I have no, I don't know anything about the story. I don't know if we find out who I did think, it. I think we know it's the Hamas group that took the three. Oh, we do know that. Three okay. kids. Well, yeah. they 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 say boys. They're not really kids at this point. I think they're like seventeen, nineteen. Yeah, yeah, age. they're late teens. Yeah, one might have been fifteen. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, so so it's a, it's a bit of a powder keg, right? It's just getting ready to go. Um, and the idea that he's concerned that if the boys turn up dead, and, the, you know, because the, the way he puts it in the, the scene is the idea is that this hope is like a balloon. It keeps getting bigger. Yeah. And the bigger it is, the worse the pop's going to be. And right. he's, he's concerned. He wants to try and, like, maybe dampen expectations, but no one's willing to go along with it and so on and so on. So... Yeah. Right. He is concerned because not only that, but these crowds, these giant crowds that are gathering with, uh, for all the the prayers that they do for for the boys that are missing, uh, the type of rhetoric that's going around is also concerning him because there are these leaders who are mm. like who are engaging and enraging the masses, and I think that's really what's concerning him the most is that these kind of leaders can inspire a lot of anger yeah. as well as you know whatever types of emotions they're getting the crowds to go so yes i have yeah, something really... very political to compare it to i'm not going to do it um uh, it's okay no no <laughs> it's, not, it's not because of you it's just because i don't want to turn the video in that direction um so what, what i will say is that the reason why I explained his plot a bit more there, though, is because I feel like the other plots, because we follow two other like teenagers who are about the age of the, the boys that were taken, and mm-hmm. we follow them. What one one is a is a Jewish guy, and he is we get we get a sense that he is trained to be a rabbi, I believe. That's what I got from it anyway. From his yeah, scenes. he's doing something with um with he has a career lined up in the religion, like studying the ancient texts, yeah. but. I don't know if it's exactly a rabbi or if I mean, it's something else. We should point out at this point probably that both of us are atheist people and um, everything I learned about the Jewish... Because there's some common things about Jewish faith that you just know from just co- common knowledge, right? But yeah. a lot of this Torah, stuff... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of this stuff, though, 
is like stuff that's beyond my my general knowledge i i yeah I, it's it's true i mean uh, for all religions though i've always sure, been yeah. on the outside looking in i've been you know atheist no, or agnostic my entire life so um that's just sort of how i've always looked at religion yeah. so i mean i naturally know more about christianity just because it's the one that's kind of around you know mm-hmm. you know in our culture a bit yeah. more but like and i don't have any i think that's one of the reasons why i don't have a lot of knowledge of these events because i'm not attached to that religion so i don't really yeah i'm not invested in what happens over there which is a shame sure but you know you're always going to be more invested in where you live yeah um so so i'm saying that because if i say anything silly about the way this <laughs> religion works that's why um, and that goes on both sides. That, that obviously goes on the Arab Arab side as well. Um, mm-hmm. But the Palestine, yeah, group, yeah. Um, so yeah, like so that's this is kind of mounting. So we have the Jewish kid, um, and we also have uh, this Arab kid uh, whose name is Muhammad. Um, and one of the things the episode does very well is that you know throughout the episode we know these these tensions are rising. We keep coming back to these two kids, and I think it does that really smart thing where it makes you have enough sympathy for these people as human beings and that's important Mm -hmm. because when things go down at the end of the episode and like danger might be coming or or whatever um you have some context because i I think one of the important things here is that i think from the context of the show i i I don't expect that we're going to get like one side as the villainous side i don't don't really get that no i actually i i heard that the show was developed by both um like somebody from the israeli side and people from the palestinian side so like it's a group effort to make that's interesting that's that's interesting and you almost get the impression that these are probably people from both sides who want to show all the mistakes that are being made here because they don't want things like this to happen they they want peace of some kind i very much get the impression that this much like chernobyl was about the cost of lies this Mm. is going to have a message of like uh mob mentality maybe or and leading to hate crimes stuff like that and unlike chernobyl of course this is actually made and it's uh like location of premise right Uh, so so it's all subtitled accents yeah you have to do yeah it's all subtitled it's all all in either hebrew or uh, or arabic um Mm -hmm. and I, I do love that the subtitles, because there's a couple of moments where it's important which one they're speaking, and I do have yes. to admit, I need the subtitles to tell me which one they were speaking, because I, I, I honestly, they sound the same to me. Well, yeah, we don't have any experience with the language. Yeah. Um, you know, um, do, do, do what's impressive about Hebrew to me, there's a really kind of like, there's like a really sort of, there's like a sound to it that I, I just can't physically do with my mouth if I try. There's mm-hmm. a really, like, back, I feel like coming from the yeah, back of the throat, it. you know? Yes. Um, so I, I, don't know, I was thinking about that because I, I I don't think I've ever watched anything in Hebrew before. So I'm watching this and I'm like, oh, I've never heard so many people speak in Hebrew this no. consistently. I think the most I've maybe heard it from was from the musical Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> um. So no, honestly, I mean, honestly, I I I honestly don't think I've even even ever seen this much of Israel as a place before. Like I don't think you know I've seen the odd mm. clip in the news or something because something's been happening, but I've never just seen like a movie or a TV show just set in israel like this and going around the streets and in fact, one no, compl- me neither i'm learning a lot <laughs> one thing i'd complain about actually is that it does this thing where every single location has a caption saying this is this neighborhood and this part of jerusalem or near jerusalem or whatever right yeah and- i can tell you right now that 
I didn't keep up with all those. Oh, exactly. No, this is the problem, is that unless, like, if you have a couple of these for a couple of important locations we're going to keep coming back to, that's fine. You'll mm-hmm. remember them because you'll keep coming back to them. See, when you do it for every location like that, you remember none of them. None of them are important. Nothing. Yeah. And there was one part because it, it started off at, like, 17 days after the boys went mm. missing. And then you got to, like, three of those things during the course of a day. And then the next all of a sudden you're in a scene or like the 18th day that the boys have been missing like oh i thought it was a lot more because they kept showing you know now we're over here and then now we're over there and it's this time of day on this day and i didn't keep track so it felt like a lot more time had passed but it was actually only one day yeah because Um, they kept doing that no it's it's a problem because i halfway through the episode like why are you telling me like because i thought the first couple i thought oh these will be important locations and that's why they're telling me but then they did it for every single street that anyone went to and i'm Mm -hmm. like oh you know what i don't need to have this in there (laughs) like you know captioning yeah uh for locations so no it's interesting and uh, i guess the one thing we've not really spoken about yet is uh did you like the episode how do you feel about it yeah i really did uh you could tell it's really well done um, it's about a subject that I don't really know, but it's done in a in a style that I like. I mean, we're obviously big fans of Chernobyl. If you watch the reviews for that, um, it also sort of reminds me of a movie called Patriots Day, uh, where it does a very similar thing, where it takes stock footage and uh, dramatized events and like mixes it together to tell you about an event that happened, I think, in 2014, the uh, same year, um, which is a movie that I really like a lot too. And, uh, yeah, I'm really into it. The three characters that we really followed throughout this episode I thought were um, compelling. Um, mm-hmm. I found something in each of them that was really relatable. I think I'm most invested in the um, the main investigator. Uh, Simon? Simon, yes. Yeah, Simon. You know, I, almost, I almost said Chester. And... <laughs> The, the, re- the reason why I was going to say it was, it was uh, me and Connor earlier tonight reviewed a show and the main character was named Chester and I was conv- I watched two episode ones tonight and I was just oh, mixing okay. up the two main characters so yeah Simon yeah episode uh, two was released at the same time as one but we're not doing that we're doing them uh, separate yes, so yes, you'll yes, get to soon but not someone. today Hey, I think the, this back to back might have been too intense for two hours. I mean, I mean, uh, uh, I mean yeah, but I don't know. It ends in a real like oh, engaging spot where I'm like, okay, I want to see what happens next. No, I Did think. Did you like it? Um, no, I liked it as well. And I think I, I was, I wasn't sure early on. I was a little bit worried it was too overwhelming, and I know so little of the conflict and the tensions. Like, I, I know like the broadest stroke possible. So I felt like yeah. I, I don't know what this world is. Like I'm just it's just so alien to me. But once yeah. it started getting I know a bit... there's a two state solution. Yeah. <laughs> and I recognized Netanyahu when he showed up, but that's it. <laughs> once and I mean I don't even know who that is, so you know more than I do. Um Oh Benjamin <laughs> Netanyahu. He's the Prime Minister of Israel. <laughs> oh, oh see look, I've learned something. Um but no, see see once it got more personal, um I really stuck because I like the style, it felt slick in the way it was put together. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, the the definitely. the crime documentary feel of the first like ten minutes does make it hard to take all the information in, like and sort of understand the the relevance of this. But as as I went through it, the context and it started to work better for me. And I mm-hmm. think what's neat about the three main characters is you've got two teenagers who are on either side of the uh, the line, as it were, right? You've got one one Muslim kid, one one Jewish kid. And then you have this this uh, cop who, like he he is he is Jewish, but 
It's like he kind of represents this almost attempt at balance in the middle. Like he he's trying to maintain peace. Like that's right. his goal. There's a really great line in the episode. You probably remember it that that stood out where his I think it's like his boss or something, his coworker says like you're the only one here who's not emotionally invested in what's going on. And it's one of those lines that you're like, yeah, that's what you're, that's what any detective or cop is supposed to be. You're not yeah. supposed to be emotionally invested in this, but it really says a lot about what everybody else's mentality is around him. That no wonder this is such a dangerous situation because everybody mm. is emotionally invested, even the people who aren't supposed to be. Yeah, and he's the odd one out, you know. And I would love to hear. I would love to hear from people who who know. Like, is is that the the mentality? Is is that like a just a common thing in Israel? Imagine so. I mean, these uh, nations have been, you know, at war for centuries, right? Over this one piece of land. Yeah, which says to me they they know how to hold a grudge. Like (laughs) they they, they don't let it go. (laughs) I'm sure not only that, but it's just it's just continuous. It's a, a constant thing. Like if you're if you're on one side then you're against the other and yeah. i'm sure they have peacetime but there's always tension yeah um because i was I, I looked up uh stuff and i was just, I, cause I was i was i was wondering what the what the breakdown was what the percentages was of uh like and it was like 70 something percent was was jewish 20 something percent uh is uh, arab and then there was like four percent other and i'm like what does it feel like to be in israel but in being the other like you know to be whatever like whatever whatever makes up the other all the other religions or lack thereof um well yeah i mean it's a holy land for christianity too so maybe the four percent's like christian yeah maybe (laughs) and plus other i don't know yeah there's another one above that i think i can't remember what it was off my head but i just i was curious what because so it is is a lot more jewish than it is arab like you know the 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 breakdown Mm -hmm. is, is pretty significant um and you get that sense in this because you know when when the when the Arab kid uh, Mohammed goes to the city, uh, you get this sense that he he shouldn't speak Arabic in front of people. Like you know his mm-hmm. friend says, no, don't do that. Like here here's a sentence you can say in Hebrew. Say that if anyone speaks to you, kind of thing. You also get the impression that they're the minority because they're the ones that have like the real blue collar jobs. You know, you meet Muhammad's family and they're like working in construction. They have like a family job. Um, when he says he wants to go outside the family business to find work, his mother looks at him like, you're not going to be able to do that. And he's like, I'll just work for the Jews. And, <laughs> you know, because the, they have the jobs. They are the ones that, you know, they're the majority. So, yeah, I, I, I yeah, I don't want to go too much into this uh, this stuff now because uh, spoilers. Uh, but I think we're almost ready to oh, go, yeah. go okay. there. To be honest, um, <laughs> I, but, yeah. So far, I'm into it, and I'd say yeah, I'm I into it. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm into doing more. I'm into reviewing the next one and seeing how it develops. Uh, obviously, <laughs> just sometime before next Monday because that's when they are uh, Monday nights. So, um, but no, I'm, I'm into checking out more of this. Um, and I, I like because uh, I, I think one of the things that I wanted to do just in general in terms of our TV reviews this this year obviously not specifically with you just in general obviously me and Connor do a lot of them is just because I felt like in the last year we really we were really slacking on trying some smaller things that you know because I think 
we have been good in the past about bringing attention to things that other people might not know about and mm-hmm. um i want to try and cover more and this, you know, this is a foreign show that hbo are doing but it's a foreign show and maybe people yeah. aren't as aware of it and maybe you know since it is pretty good i mean it's not chernobyl i mean episode one of chernobyl blew me away like i was like in love with that show after that one episode yeah well that was very stylistic too. yeah uh, whereas this is um like really solid and i'm curious to see where it goes and this is longer as well this is a 10 episode uh, mm-hmm. uh miniseries um i'm looking forward to seeing how it develops and uh and for me because i know so little about this like i actually don't know where it's going for the most part like I, me neither so we'll, we'll, we'll discover and i haven't that. watched episode two yet even though it's available so well i know because that would have ruined the review and i said no tara exactly. <laughs> no, no watching episode two because i had i was reviewing too much stuff today and i didn't have time to watch the second episode which is why we're doing the first one um <laughs> no i agree and i mean like you said this is kind of gone under the radar for a little for a oh, bit yeah. and i did see a trailer when it popped up on the hbo youtube channel i watched it and thought that looked good maybe i'll check it out and hbo hasn't like advertised it at all for me yeah because you know we... i didn't i didn't know this was premiering i couldn't find anything about it yeah i only i only on big little lies when we were watching that it wasn't on euphoria when i was watching that or succession so yeah like <laughs> i only i only knew this was coming because one of our viewers on the live stream uh yesterday said are you checking out our boys and i'm like what's our boys what are you talking about <laughs> and um i actually messaged tara while i was live streaming and said hey this seems like the sort of thing you'd want to review with me do you want to do it <laughs> yeah because <laughs> uh, this, this is not a corner i don't think car would want to do this um well after his reaction to chernobyl no sure yeah um <laughs> And it's because it's funny because Euphoria was one that I was actually kind of interested in doing, and Tara didn't watch it when it first started. It was a, it was weeks later. No, I you... did. I just it? didn't tell you I was watching it. You didn't tell me, but when you did tell me you were watching it, you said I said to you, "Oh, did it seem like something that'd be worth talking about?" You're like, "Yeah, that's because I've been a good discussion." I'm like, "Yeah, but I didn't tell you I was watching it, and I don't know, I didn't bring it up." <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Uh, so. Good show though. So we're being vigilant. We're being vigilant and trying more uh, high quality programming. <laughs> <laughs> and reviewing said things um so without further ado though we'll uh jump into spoilers uh so i, I don't think there's anything super spoilery in this first episode but just in case you want to be as blind as possible spoilers now so here's what i liked about muhammad's plot now, muhammad is a little shit because uh earlier in the episode his he's da- a kid his dad's yeah. working you know a construction construction site he's you know he's i don't know what they're doing but he's, he's sawing into the wall and doing whatever and Muhammad's been given this job where he's supposed to keep an eye on the saw in case it gets jammed or anything like that so it doesn't break and you know just simple little job but he's he's been given this job so his dad's trying to give him a, a place in the, the family business as it were right mm-hmm. and he keeps just ha- he puts his headphones on he's just texting on his phone and he's not paying attention and it happens I don't twice. think they're headphones I think they're just hearing protection oh you might be right they'll, they'll look I mean, they weren't beats, but they look kind of like beats knockoffs to me. <laughs> Maybe, but I'm pretty sure he was wearing hearing protection because he was next to the the big that, saw. That makes sense. I mean, I I just assumed he was being even more. But of a he shit. was on his phone, like texting yeah. somebody. You don't really need to have headphones in for that. But he was, yeah. Yeah, yeah he was even looking at the saw. He's he was, clearly more interested who who's on the other side of the. Text he was, he than, was round the uh, corner with his back against the wall. So the second yeah. time he did this, and his dad get pissed at him and said, "Okay, that's it. I'm not paying for your ticket because he wanted he wanted to go on vacation to I think it was Istanbul." Um, mm-hmm. and not Constantinople 
yes yes um, <laughs> and um he you know the, the kid gets kind of pisses oh no, don't please please i'll do better i'll do better and i'm like i'm actually on the dad's side here i think you're being a little shit and yeah i agree he he uh he, he goes off to, to get a job and you know and in, in the city uh and obviously i think what i like about the, the plot with this this family is that we have a you know this the dad when things go down when they find the dead bodies of the kids late in the episode and immediately it's like it is unsafe to be in the jewish territory right now mm-hmm. if you're if you're a, a, an arab and his dad calls him and says where are you your mom said you went into the city please like come back immediately and so we yeah. get, we get he, a lot of- he says too if you are if you are surrounded in that area yeah you know you can answer in hebrew and the kid clearly doesn't know how to speak hebrew yeah. at all like he only says the one line that he was taught earlier in the episode like 15 minutes before then yeah and so so obviously it's very tense him getting on the i, I thought it was a bus at first but they've got a really fancy tram system uh, yeah it was really cool yeah uh, it was, <laughs> I it too. It was it like a train futuristic. yeah because because i think it was just a close-up of him getting on a door and i thought oh, he's getting on a bus whatever and then it was because like, there was a wide shot of it going past i'm like oh this is like a futuristic tram all right okay yeah all right way to go israel <laughs> cool uh but you know he and there's all this stuff when they're like the, the 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 tram is packed so they're all standing up and squished together and you know a lot of us have been in this situation you know when it's busy rush hour and the train or the bus or whatever's packed and yeah i used uh, to live in japan where they hire people to actually push you into the train <laughs> so that the doors will close <laughs> during um, the rush hours and you're trying your best not to get an erection while you're pressed up against someone <laughs> As, as, as I a, tried. It's a constant struggle, people. It really is. <laughs> um, you just you hope you're just next to someone old or ugly or something, just so there's no reason to yeah, get an erection. I mean, you can't predict, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and you can't predict it. You know, you just can't. Anyway, it's got um, a mind of its own. <laughs> anyway, um, so you know, so it's very tense, and then there's some relief because it sort of empties out, because there's at one point where I swore there was a dude behind him staring at him, and I was like, oh, is he, like, like clocking that he, you know, he, he, like, you know, this kid looks, yeah. you know, I was getting that kind of feeling. Um, mm-hmm. But he gets home, and there's this great scene with his dad and his mum, where they're having, like, a debate about how harsh he's been on him, and the mum's like, oh, you, you promised if he did well in school that he could go on this trip, so you can't take that back, even if he did something wrong and mm-hmm. he's like no he has to learn and then the dad reveals that he's already bought the ticket and he's like no but you you can lie and say you bought it behind my back so that he doesn't know that i was being nice um and he right. hides it under his he pillow still needs to have yeah. the discipline and the fear yeah. of doing better but you know at but least he has you <laughs> you get just enough with the dad and the mom and the kid that you get that okay he's being stern because he cares about him but he actually does like it's kind of but at the end of the episode it's kind of sweet and you actually kind of care yeah. about the parents I wouldn't say I care about the kid that much. Like, Mohammed, like, sure, there's some tension when he's on his way home, but I never quite got to liking him. But it doesn't matter. I mean, he is a little shit. He is a little but... shit, yes. But it doesn't matter, So are though, a lot of teenage kids. Because... You know, like, he, he's clearly focused on, you know, who's on the other side of the text messaging and getting sure. to go on a trip. And I can't say that I wasn't a little shit at that age, too. So. <laughs> yeah, but you're much older, so there was no texting when you were in high school. It's true. <laughs> But what did I have? Did was AOL Instant Messenger a thing? Oh, I was <laughs> using I was using MSN Messenger in high school. I'll just let you know. Oh, look at you! Did you ever use MSN? Mm-mm. 
no um someone, no, i used aol for a while someone uh, sent me a link to youtube and it was just a two second clip of the notification noise from msn and like every high school memory came flooding back the second <laughs> i heard it it was so weird yeah yeah it's so weird um uh whereas now i get the discord noise <laughs> when someone talks to me um yeah so um where was I going? Oh yeah, no, I was I was saying uh, it doesn't matter though that I don't really care about Muhammad. I mean, I don't dislike him necessarily. He's just kind of there, I like, right? I like the family though. Yeah, but that, you know? that's what I'm saying. The parents, I think I got enough of the parents and their concern for him that at the end of the episode right. when he's clearly kidnapped, which by the way, he goes outside, right? And there's obviously a lot of hints that there's tension in the neighborhood that someone tried to kidnap another kid some that earlier that night. And which is at that point, I was thinking, why are you let him go outside? Like, keep him in. Like, what are you doing? Right. He was safe. He was in yeah. a safe spot. He was home. He made it through that, you know, yeah. horrible transition of going from work back to home. But which he's not, took he's not, a long time. He's not even and far away. Like, he's literally, he's, he's right outside the window. He's, you know, he, he can still see him from the window because his mum looks down at him. Um, yeah. He's just like on, on the curb. He's just sort of, and there's this great shot where you see two people coming towards him out of focus. And you know, his friends are coming for him because he said he's going to meet someone. But yeah, I knew it right away. I was like, okay, this is a this this is like I didn't. And no, I didn't know right away. Like I I didn't know when I saw the figures because he said he was going out because yeah. his friends. You've seen in the past like his friends come to meet him in that spot. It was just it was the and way it was like, filmed. Okay. It was just the shot. The the directorial choice told me these people were dangerous, and mm. I I got okay. This is why they've tried to make me care about this family all episode because now we're going to have a reason to care. Like you know like. There's now a kidnap yeah. victim. And he had like a sweet moment with his mom before he went out too, where he asked to borrow her sandals. And mm. then she looks outside after, before she does her prayer and she sees him and he's like playing around with the sandals outside. And he's just like a sweet boy. And you're like, oh, it's, and, it's a nice moment. And she's smiling at him. And she hears, you know, when he goes missing, she just hears a car noise. We don't see it, you know, because we, we see these two figures coming towards him from a distance. We go to her and then when she hears a car, whatever, she looks outside and he's just not there. It's just empty street. And that's what we end yeah, the episode on. Yeah, and it's on. just like sudden yeah. dread. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, you were yeah. safe. And you did it. You made it. And obviously, he's not kidnapped by the same people because this is obviously retaliation. This is this is extremists on the Jewish side who are looking for for revenge. Right. Um, right. So I mean, they were chanting it in the streets. Yeah, they were also chanting revenge, which is actually the 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 Jewish kid. He ends up chanting angrily with them, uh, and his story, I think seems to be less of a like an innocent person they'll say than someone who's becoming more indoctrinated in the anger right. uh, that seems to be his story throughout the episode which is an interesting i mean side as you know i don't you normally see that on oh. in film normally it's like you know the hamas side that is <laughs> that is depicted in the arab side and you don't normally see the the Jewish side as extremists, but in this rallying that they do, I mean, the chants go very quickly from a prayer to revenge and hate crime. Like, yeah, no, I guess water, extreme. You're like, oh, this is getting really bad, really fast. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's scary. Like to see like the boys, like because he clearly is on a path that he's not sure if he wants to be on. And with his um, religion, he seems to be a little bit conflicted. Yeah, because he seemed to he seemed like he was in like the religious school to like go, either become a rabbi or, or whatever. 
Um, and mm-hmm. he seems to have left it at some point, but like recent events of or, like people are trying to talk him into going back. Did they say that he? Someone say that he was in prison or like juvie or something, whatever the equivalent was. Uh, they might have done. They might have done. Um, because uh, because the the other guy there's like an older guy who hangs around with them sometimes who's trying to talk him into. Yeah. Oh hey, come to my family business. You can be a regional manager or something like that. He says to him, "I'm like, yeah, yeah. Ha- have the 17 year old walk in and be regional manager. That'll go well." um it wasn't i wasn't i wasn't actually regional manager i'm just saying regional manager because of michael scott but um (laughs) (laughs) no you're right i think i heard something it seemed like a it was definitely a management position it was branch manager i think it was i think it was branch manager Mm -hmm. but um you know so it's like he he's faced with this choice and it's and while the chanting is on he it has that moment where he kind of joins in like he's kind of like stoic and silent for a bit but then he starts to join in and becomes part Mm -hmm. of the crowd um, and it's kind of like it's he's hard be- to resist a mob. Yeah, he's becoming yeah. indoctrinated with the anger. Uh, so we're seeing this from multiple sides. We're seeing this from someone who gets angry. And I think because we're focusing on him, he might actually either go very extreme. It's going to be like a, a, a very big tragedy on his side, or he'll be someone who maybe by the end of the show realizes that uh, he has went down a dark path and he doesn't want to be that. Or maybe he'll have a an arc in that sense. Right, um, and I, I'm kind of talking. I'm talking about it because at the start of the show, it does point out that this is based on true events, but names have been changed for some people and things like that. Right, and, and some of the characters have been yeah made made for drama reasons. Yeah, so I I do wonder. Like, I'm I'm kind of looking at these characters as fictional characters, and they might be loosely based on real people. They might not be, but just as in terms of them having arcs, I'm expecting arcs in, in, in a way that you wouldn't get from just based based on real people, kind of thing right you know even even yeah. chernobyl had to have the courtroom scene which never really happened just to give it like a climax to give it some right oomph at the end which was so great oh so <laughs> good do you know what's funny uh, me and carl have been reviewing the boys we just finished season one uh, from amazon surprisingly mm-hmm. good show like um because when i saw the trailers yeah I, my I, sister's been telling me to watch it yeah I, when i saw the she trailers I, I was like this looks like it may be like trying to be edgy i was getting like kick-ass two vibes but it's actually mm-hmm. way more kick-ass one because it has a heart. Like every, even though it's doing all this stuff and it's really violent at times and it's got this satire and it's dealing with really harsh subjects, it has a heart. And um, there's a moment um, in the second last episode. Do you know the, do you know the moment in the, the courtroom in Chernobyl that, that you mm-hmm. the, the, like you want to fist pump because someone does something and you yeah. really feel the emotion? There's a very similar moment in the episode of The Boys that made me think of that. So it's a good payoff. It's a, it's, a good, right. it's a good little payoff. It's not as as amazing as that one, but it's like really solid and similar. I'll and, know and, it was and, a 10 out of 10. So. Yeah. Um, and it's got a really great payoff to one of the characters in the finale, I thought as well. But, um, okay, cool. Uh, but I, to, I always wanted to bring it up because you love Chernobyl. And I wanted to mention how it made me think of Chernobyl. Um, so... No, I I'm on board. I think um, by the end of the episode, I, I think it's very slick how it's directed. It feels very sort of, mm-hmm. it feels very sort of uh, like down and dirty and in, in the face of all the people that is you know is, is following kind of thing. It, yeah. it 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 almost does feel like a documentary crew who are being invasive and like being like in there, a lot of shaky cam, a lot of handheld kind of thing. Yeah, it feels it feels real. You know, it's. It, especially that all the family scenes felt very real to me. Mm-hmm. I'm very invested in our. I think he's going to be our main guy, the the Simon. Uh, Simon. Yeah, and I he seems pretty neutral. Like I think there was, it was purposely shown like him being with his brother, who I think is a rabbi, 
who is very, very religious and his family, his mother too is very religious. And I think they purposely show that he doesn't wear like the, uh, what's it called? Like yarmulke. Um, he doesn't wear any traditional garb. His hair is cut differently than the rest of his, you know, his family and the more religious people. So I think he might be a step kind of removed from that, which would be interesting to watch his progression in this. And, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm curious, you know, I want to learn more about this. Yeah, I think it's interesting because I feel like when I first started watching foreign movies and I was like watching a film that was made in Japan and it's just Japanese culture in a way that, I, you know, I'd never seen before because I never watched it. It's been a while since I felt that way because, you know, I've watched a lot of Japanese movies, I've watched a lot of French movies, I've watched a lot of, you know, yeah. like all these different countries that make movies not, you know, commonly. Um, I feel mm-hmm. like I've, I've I've experienced enough movies now that it doesn't feel as alien to me anymore. But I have never seen something set in Israel like this, so I feel like I'm learning mm-hmm. a lot about just how the world is and like how how it works and um, what it's like to be there. Um, yeah. So yeah, I agree. And this is something that's so recent, you know. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's only five years ago. Like it's it's not. Right. Um. This is not. This is not ancient history at all. Like. Mm-hmm. Um. So no. Um. Uh, no, really solid. Uh, I am looking forward to checking out uh, more of it, and uh, I guess you can expect our boys' reviews for the next nine episodes. So, mm-hmm. and you can check out the boy reviews yes. that you do, Scott. <laughs> the boys and our boys, and then there's going to be those boys, and then maybe these boys. Well, I think our boys is a interesting title, though, because oh yeah. At first, you think it's about the boys that were taken from the beginning, but we see now that there are boys that are being shown from both sides of, you know, the, oh, yeah. the line, I, whatever you want to call it. I think the meaning of the title is really clear. Uh, is yeah. it's all of our young men are being brought up in this world where they're being forced into being this thing or that thing when right. we shouldn't be doing that to them we should be the future will only get better if we cultivate a future where they can choose to be what they are and not live in this world with this tension and so on and so on as mm-hmm. with anything like this it's a it's a it's a what's the word i'm looking for uh when a story's a warning it's a a cautionary tale yeah we'll go with that that's not the word i was looking for but we'll go with that that works just as well yes <laughs> okay as well and my foot just went to sleep oh my god oh my god okay um but that has been the episode one review of of our boys uh so hopefully you uh you had fun with the episode hopefully maybe you want to go check it out because we we said it was good um which all which always pleases me by the way because just to go back to the boys the amount of people who said they only tried it because they watched their first review and we were so positive on it and they were all happy they tried it and they'd all binge through it and it makes me feel good <laughs> yeah that happened with dark also right uh it did yeah some people checked out dark yeah because of our reviews um so hopefully uh, we spread some love for this and people check it out and uh they'll come back for more reviews uh so uh, let us know what you think of the episode if you saw it in the comments below like and subscribe all that stuff you can get us on the twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates uh, if you want to support everything we do you can of course rate the podcast the audio podcast on your podcast app apple Podcasts or whatever gives a five star review and a little, little comment uh, helps with people finding our content um, obviously you can find the boys on the same podcast feed 
but if you want the netflix shows we do there's a separate podcast feed which is netflix uh, original reviews um so just you know you, you can find that but uh you can also support us financially how can they do that tara why you can check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash TV. You can donate as little as a dollar per month and that dollar gets you bonuses and bonus episodes for other shows we do like um, the Ace the Atomic Cinema Experiment, which is the uh, science fiction movie review show that Peter and I do together. So if you like watching us do reviews, that's what we do together. Check it out. There you go. Beautiful. Perfect. Um <laughs> My foot is graduated from numb and asleep to pins, pins and needles. needles. Yes, <laughs> that's where I am at the current uh, current moment in time. So I thought I'd give you an update. But that is us. That has uh, been the episode one of our boys. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla?